Um, welcome to Bible Bitches. Um, I am Sarah Hoff, and I am agnostic living in LA, California, and I am here with Laura Barclay, a Baptist minister in Louisville, Kentucky, and we have a special guest today. Laura, you want to introduce her? Yes, I would love to introduce Awantea Sophia Poppy, yes. my niece. And Taya, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I go to um, KCD. What's KCD stand for? Um, Kentucky Country Day. And I really like to play field hockey. I'm 11 and I'm in sixth grade. Nice. And, yeah. And you just, your, uh, your field hockey team's in the tournament right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just won 3 nothing. Go Bearcats. <laughs> yeah. Bearcats? Bearcats, mm-hmm. like as in bear, yeah. like it's like rar meow. <laughs> Is that it's an like actual a, animal? Yeah, it's like a mix between like a bear and like a cat. A cat. <laughs> <laughs> it like climbs on trees. It's really cute. <laughs> How big is it? That's so cute. Is it like a bobcat? Um, it's like as big as a fox, but maybe a little bit smaller. Is it, can it be domesticated? Can I have one? <laughs> Sarah just found your, Sarah, did you just find your Patronus? Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Done. Right. Sarah, when you come to uh, Louisville, we will present you with a bear cat <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> just promise me that you'll have its nails clipped. <laughs> And yeah, freshly manicured. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. In. Well, we are very excited to have uh, Taya here. Um, this week, the week that we are recording, um, Greta Thunberg uh, had given her uh, famous address before the UN, um, really shaming adults for being jerks about the environment. Um, I really appreciate that about her. She's just calling it like it is. And Taya is somewhat of an environmental activist herself. Um, So we wanted to get her thoughts about what's going on uh, with the environment and what children's reactions are. Because I think a lot of people might be wondering what kids are thinking about the state of the environment these days. And so I want to toss it over to you. What did you think about Greta's, Greta's speech this week? Um... Well, she talked a lot about um, the pollution, like not about the ocean, um, more about like the um, like the way adults are using the oil and stuff and like stuff like that. And she's saying that the um, kids have to live with the consequences and the adults are just like using it because they're not going to have to suffer the consequences mm-hmm. of what they're doing. And what do you, do you think that's what do you think about that? I think it's, um, like, it, I think it is true, Mm -hmm. um, and we are gonna have to, um, learn, I mean, deal with the consequences, but I feel like in 35 years, because, or somewhere around then, we're gonna find another way to fix it, because that's whenever all of our oil will run out, Mm -hmm. um, or at least that's what I like calculated Mm -hmm. and um so we probably will find another way to live without oil and but there will still be a lot of pollution Mm -hmm. in there 
Yeah, it's interesting because Greta's, Greta's point was that adults are looking to children um, to, help them. to help them. Yeah, you're, you're aging up, right? And so it would probably be your generation that's coming up with this technology that will bail us all out. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about it having to be your generation? Um, well, we're learning a lot about it in school, so I feel like we're going to have a head start to it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so like in science, that's the main focus of what we're doing right now, um, along with some other activities. But we read like a news article every day that's telling us about new technology that we can use. And so with that help from those articles, um, we can learn more about the technology that we can use to like help us. Yeah, so what, um, how much do your science classes talk about the environment and what's going on? Um, probably like um, 75% of it. Wow. Because so. you read an article like almost every day about science and more than half of that article is about our ecosystem and the oceans and new technology. Wow. So it sounds like in the science class that you're in, that they're sort of facing it head on and saying, this is what we're dealing with. And then also reframing and talking about new technologies that'll sort of face the issue and and try to um, help meet some of the challenges that we're facing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so different. I feel like from what Sarah, you and I, had growing up in terms of what we faced. First of all, we went to a private religious school, so science was a bit iffy. Um, <laughs> um, it barely counted. Barely counted. Um, and there wasn't really, I feel like a lot of the science was more focused around just how stuff works, how, <laughs> how animals walk and function, how they breathe. Versus what's, and it is interesting because most of the stuff that dealt with pollution or um, the climate was almost through media. So I was an avid fan of what Fern Gully, um, Captain Planet, Toxic Avengers, <laughs> those things were. Were the Toxic Avengers like the bad guys in Captain Planet? No, they were, um, I believe, I, this is the one I remember the least, but I think that they were things that grew out of toxic sludge and then they were avenging people who were polluting. So it was like its own cartoon. Yes. Huh. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So I was, you know, an avid fan of Captain Planet. We all have to come, come, come together to solve problems, um, but less in terms of specifics, more like everybody's got a bailout heart. Yeah. I don't recall it being like, it wasn't like, I mean, there were a lot of those things you just listed were, were like considered bad because of satanic panic. It was during that whole time. But once I got into high school and like the science classes and church, everything like that, like nobody really addressed climate change. It was, it wasn't like they were, they just didn't want to, they just didn't want to talk about it at all. Nobody wanted to like acknowledge it or have a stance on it. And, um, and, and so it wasn't really, I mean, it was something that we like knew theoretically was an issue, but not in any kind of like 
urgent way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you've been learning about different technologies um, that are that are addressing certain crises that you're also reading about. What are some of the things that maybe interest you the most, some of the topics that interest you the most whenever it comes to the environment and climate? Um, I, um, I like, well, yeah, I guess I like it, but I like, um, well, it's a good thing, but I like talking about, um, how, like, adults use, um, their trap, like, we only talked about this once, but it was really interesting about how adults, um, like, use a, a lot more trash than we do, because we have a limit to trash at school, but they, adults can, um, um, use more trash, because they're not on a schedule, mm-hmm. and, um, a lot of them, well, I mean, some of them, but a lot of them don't have water bottles, so they use plastic water bottles, but we as kids probably have water bottles that we take to school, mm-hmm. and um, I also, like, um, I can't remember when we did this, but it was sometime last year, and we graphed how much trash we used in a day, and so we went to science class. Our, to- our teacher told us to graph it. I mean, um, count how much like trash we use in a day and then we put it into a graph mm-hmm. and um, so we got to see that and um, I like talking about how much like trash we use and seeing what the differences are and yeah. some people and like that yeah so sort of maybe generationally what how how much trash children are using versus adults and, and older mm-hmm. yeah what does it make you want to i mean so much of of what you find at the grocery store is packaged in plastic right mm-hmm. from from vegetables to li- like literally anything um do you find that you like avoid certain things like certain products because it's just so much plastic well whenever we go to the grocery store whenever we're checking out we they Kroger used to not have this but now they have um like paper bags mm-hmm. and so I always tell my mom to use the paper bags instead of going for the plastic bags but yeah. I can't really control what we eat <laughs> so yeah yeah oh that's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> what kind of what kind of uh, technologies does your school talk about in terms of this kind of stuff um well we talk about um like this one isn't really technology but it can be used by technology like recycling Mm -hmm. and um a lot of schools don't well a lot of them do have recycling but a lot of homes don't have recycling and that's where you use the most trash at your house Mm -hmm. um and so um the a lot of people are talking about like stop using straws it's killing the environment but really that's only the two percent that's killing the environment and um i'm not really sure what's the biggest thing like that goes in the ocean and is killing it but i the technology um it's i just like it's just like recycling 
because um, it can be taken by technology or not taken by technology and just be thrown out. Yeah. 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 It can break down different things in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, so I know I want to go back a little bit. Some things that I remember um, that you have been involved in in the past. There was... I can't even remember how old you were, but you wanted to start a Save the Turtles campaign? Oh, I did. Yeah. What um, was that? So we, um, so on one of my social media accounts, I did this thing, um, an account that was Let's Save the Earth Now. And, um, and so I started, like, posting pictures of, like, animals that, um, like, were dying and, like one of them was um, a seal that had wedged his head into like the um, like whenever you get sodas um, and they come in that plastic container. Oh, the rings. Yeah, the yeah. rings. Mm-hmm. And it had wedged its head in there somehow, and it was laying on the beach with that thing because it had suffocated him. And so I post pictures of like that, and then the description like save the earth or this will happen again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And what, what do you hope that people would take away from watching that? Like understanding what they're actually doing with the plastic and not mm-hmm. that it just goes and gets burned. Cause some of those things, it's too small to fit into that. So it just slips right by the garbage disposal stuff wow. and the wind can just blow it away easily and into the sewer. So even if they're throwing it away, it's not necessarily getting thrown away. Mm-hmm. So it's better just to switch. Yeah. Um, and then I remember when you were, I'm going to have to phone a friend for this. I don't know. Cause I don't know if you remember, but, uh, Taya's mom, my sister is sitting, uh, away just over here as well as her dad, Hans. Um, when Taya was younger, she, uh, was it a lemonade stand that was, that they wanted to set up to try to save turtles in the neighborhood. Yeah, a saving animals club that this Taya like, started in the neighborhood. Yeah, this was like a long time ago. Yeah, whenever I was like four, whenever it wasn't a really big deal, but we still wanted to do it because, um, well, because you know <laughs> we just wanted to do it, but um, it wasn't whenever everything started to get big and the pollution really started to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of when you were younger and you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we didn't really know about what was going to happen. But somehow you were picking up on it, right? Yeah. You, were, you were really wanting to help. So you kind of always had a, a heart for animals. Mm-hmm. Wanted to help out. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering how this relates to, so Tay, I know you are a member of the same church that I am, right? Highland Baptist. And I'm wondering how taking care of animals and the earth um, is a part of your faith. How do you think those things are connected? Um, well, God made this planet for a reason, and he died for us, and so now we're just killing the planet, and we don't have to, but we are. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's right because he made this planet for a reason, and now we're taking it away from him. Mm. So it's so it would be kind of sad. Mm-hmm. What do you think God would think about that? Um, he would be really mad because he died for us and now we're not paying him back with the respect that we should be paying him with. So it's kind of a respect thing. Yeah. Taking care of, so we should be taking care of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
is this what you guys are learning in church or is this like your you know what you've come up with um no we haven't really talked about it in church so i've just like kind of pieced it together yeah um are there so didn't really talk about it in church are there times when you all talked about uh the environment at all or animals at all at church well like um the ark but that's really it okay the ark got it um, How did you talk about the ark that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> they um, were like Moses really cared about the animals, and so whenever there was going to be a flood, he made this ship for them because he loves them. Okay, yeah. so it was all about caring for the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Laura, do you guys talk about it at church? Uh, I feel like in terms of. So it would be handled differently with different age groups, right? Yeah. Um, so in, in service, it would be handled as kind of a justice issue. Um, so if it was going to end up in a sermon, it would be sort of alongside of race, you know, race issues or um, gender issues, things like that, where there are disparities in the world that we want to acknowledge and also try to address. Um, if it was in a Bible study class in my age group, which would be considered young adults at the church, even though I'm on the upper end of that, um, it would be probably handling any anxiety that people would have about it um, or worry, right? Any worry that people would have, because you know it's being talked about, like you said, a lot more now you're noticing. And so people have a lot of questions about it. They have a lot of concerns. And so it will be handled like that. So for instance, maybe Sunday, tomorrow, because uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, we would go in and then it might get raised as a concern. And then we would sort of talk about it and say, uh, what, you, you know, what should we be doing? What is the precedent for this? Um, biblically, what do you think a response would be? So someone might say, caring for animals right? Or caring for creation is uh, sort of a, a biblical mandate. Um, and we would just probably have space for people to grieve or lament about where we are right now. The fact that kids are having to talk about such serious things and think about them, I think that's something that uh, adults, whether adults who care, <laughs> whether or not they are Christian or not, are probably very concerned about right now. Taya, do you, do you and your friends talk about it a lot? Um, only, like, sometimes. Not a lot, though. Yeah. I mainly talk about it with my mom and dad, but not really with my friends. Yeah. What are some things you might talk about with your mom and dad about the environment? Would you bring it up or would they bring it up? Um, I think it's, like, 50-50. Yeah. Maybe sometimes they would bring it up or I would bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We would talk about it at dinner sometimes and about, like, what's going on and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, Jerry, has a, Jerry has a point she would like to make to his mother. You want to come in here? We've got, a, we've got another special guest. <laughs> we've got another special guest, and this is Taya's mother, Jerry, Poppy, who is my sister. So what I was going to say was usually when it we – when it gets brought up, a lot of times it's in the context of Taya trying to get us to make changes. 
So for example, I'll bring up what happened in Bed Bath & Beyond recently and then Taya can tell the story. We were there and she suggested that we get reusable straws instead of continuing to use plastic straws and then Taya can tell what happened from there. Um, well, we weren't using plastic straws. We were using paper straws. Those can dissolve, but still it's better to use reusable straws. Um, and so we brought, we bought um, silicone straws for only like $5. And so I use those a lot now. Yeah. That's cool. Um, do you find that you're, uh, so you're trying to get mom and dad to make some changes? Mm -hmm. What, what are some things that you would like to see mom and dad do? Well, first, her not use plastic water bottles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Somebody just got called out. <laughs> because <laughs> um, she has this whole big thing of um, plastic water bottles that she brings or that she has at work and I think she should get a water bottle that she can refill <laughs> okay so that so that would be one thing that you would want to change yeah yeah um, so um, what, uh, what do you think that are some conversations that parents and kids should be talking about around the dinner table? So I, I love that what you said was that, um, you and your mom and dad talk about this around the dinner table. Sometimes you bring it up, sometimes they bring it up, um, to check in with you. What, what do you think are some conversations other families should be having around the dinner table about the Um, ways that they can change to not use as much plastic or, um, not using as much trash or using your things. Like if you have to use a plastic water bottle, then you can, um, like reuse that water bottle instead of, um, using like three water bottles per day, you can just fill it back up with water. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so the message maybe for, uh, individual families would be different than for more powerful leaders right like mm -hmm. um of nations like the people like who greta mm -hmm. and i want to i know we focused on greta but i also want to um point out that there are lots of other leaders um children who are who have been and are doing really good things um like carl smith who is a member of the indigenous um upiac tribe in alaska who has been talking about uh, the salmon population being vastly reduced by melting ice and uh, overfishing, and that's threatening his family's way of life and his culture's way of life. Um, another one would be Alexandria Villasenor, uh, who's in New York City and has been talking about fire and pollution and how that's led to her having asthma and the need to mobilize youths. And, there's this really cool article that we're going to link to um, lots of different children working on things internationally and nationally um, and what you can do to help them. But so we'll put that out on our Twitter account and our Facebook account. But in bringing that up, I wanted to just say, so there's a different message, right? For what we would say to families and the things that they could do, you know, making, making changes, right? Like, um, switching plastic to aluminum water bottles or, uh, you know, straws, um, you know, the 
dispensable, disposable ones to ones that could be reusable, things like that. But what about people like Greta, you know, are addressing international leaders, national leaders that have a lot of power to make changes. What would you say if you could say anything to President Trump and people like President Trump that are in power? What would you say? Well, I would tell him because he can like, he's the one that has the most power right now. And so he's the one that can really make a change because um, he can take away stuff like um, reduce the amount of plastic. I don't know if it was him or someone else, but he made, um, um, he said something, I can't remember what it was, but it was one state is already doing it. They're like, um, you have to pay for plastic bags now, like a nickel um, um, per plastic bag. And now they're just handing out paper bags. So if you really want a plastic bag, you, you can pay for it for nickel. And so I think that was smart so people can think about if they really need it instead of just taking it whenever they could have the option of paper bags, which are better. But I also, well, paper bags are also bad too because we're not gonna have trees forever because they take a really long time to grow. So we're using up a lot of paper by doing that too. So we have to come to like something that can like be in between that we won't run out of. After Greta spoke at the UN, President Trump made fun of her. What do you think about bullies? I think that bullies are just jealous of the person that they make fun of. Nice, I agree. Yeah. Solid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any follow-up questions in this hard-hitting interview mm -hmm. with clearly someone we should be listening to? Is there anything, is there anything Kentucky is doing at a state level? I mean, um, California's banned plastic straws and also like you have to pay for either for any any bagging at the grocery store, plastic or paper, like you're supposed to bring your own like canvas bags? Yeah, Kentucky is currently being run by a mini Trump named Matt Bevan, <laughs> <laughs> who is also a bully. And so the short answer is no. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of changes that need to be made, but we are in election year, so. It's messed up because it needs to happen at all levels, like individual, family, state, national, like international. It's, it's, there isn't like one fix, right? Right. And, it's got to be multiple levels. Mm -hmm. And like you, like you said, Taya, people at that level have way more power so they can do more things. They can pass laws that would change things and have us, you know, maybe rely less on fossil fuels like coal and oil. Uh -huh. So yeah, you're right. Is there anything that you would like to leave us with in terms of um, maybe a message to adults? Well, there's a lot of things that we can change, but we can't really change. Um, like one, taking away plastic because some companies need plastic, um, but a lot of adults can cut down on using oil it's just it'll like take away a lot of money from their building i mean from um their 
it'll just be a lot of money to cut down on the oil. And they're the number one things that are polluting um, the country and the earth. And uh, gases are getting in the oil and making it um, toxic in some areas. Hmm. What would you like to tell other kids that might be worried about this? Um, To tell your parents about it so they can make a change too. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us about this issue. I know, I know it matters a lot to you. Um, and I think, is there a way that we can link to your Save the Earth video? What platform is it on? Um, TikTok. It's on TikTok, okay. So we will have to link to your TikTok video so people can learn more about how to save the Earth. Yeah, we'll post it. Um, all right, well, Taya, Thank you for being with us today. Yeah, we loved having you. Yeah, it was really great. And so we, uh, we also want to give our shout-outs to uh, some of our friends, Aaron Doodles, uh, at Aaron Doodles on Twitter. He is hilarious and does our artwork, as well as Miss Eves. She does her intro and outro music at Yo Eves. I think she's actually getting ready to do a, another European tour. Um, and, uh, we also want to thank, uh, Engaged Gaze, G-A-Z-E, uh, for hosting us, and they have a, uh, their Pop Theologians podcast, they're talking about, what are they talking about right now? It's in a, it's something spooky, isn't it? The Purge. It's The Purge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. in time for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Um, so get your spooky on and listen to that. Um, and, uh, let's see, where can people find us, Sarah? You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, uh, at Bible Bitches. And, um, Taya, again, thank you so much for being on the show. We love you. This was really great and really fun. It was fun to have you on. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so glad you could do it. Yay! Bye, everybody. Bye, you guys. <laughs>